the year 10,191. In this time, the most precious substance in the universe is the spice melange. The spice extends life. The spice exists on only one planet in the entire universe. The planet is Arrakis, also known as Son a podcast about you. What's up, Sandies? Welcome back to another episode of sand a podcast about dune um i am here with my co-host molly molly how are you oh, i'm doing well lance um well i have covid um, yeah but other than that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you just had covid i just had covid unrelated yeah yeah, uh, yeah un- exactly unrelated except for that everyone's getting it right now yeah it's crazy the world decided to pretend that it's over but it's not it's <laughs> very much not super contagious yeah (laughs) yeah so um yeah it's uh it's fun lots of fun yeah lots of lots of fun stuff well should we do you want to go ahead and just start with some movie talk yeah well hey to kick off our movie talk should we talk some casting in the duniverse or do you want to do that after yeah 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 let's do it after movie talk yeah 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 okay yeah scratch that (laughs) all right (coughs) I think it's my turn to start. Yeah. Okay, you go first. Great. Oh, we should mention what chapters we're doing today. Uh, yes, we will be uh, covering chapters 42 through 47. Excellent. So it's the chapter starting with give enough time for the generations to evolve through you think power may be the most unstable of all human achievements. Okay, so the movies and TV shows I watched are Mon Petit Maman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Under the Banner of Heaven, Thelma and Louise, Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior, Spice World, and Superstar. So I guess I'm going to talk about that first movie, Mon Petit Maman, because it was extremely, it's probably my favorite movie of the year so far. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, but I'm, I don't know. It really got me in the feels, and I've been really cold towards movies lately. Like, I just have not had an emotional reaction to many. And so this one really got me. It is French, which, I mean, a great start. I'm jealous of the French. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think especially now being American, we all know it it feels bad. Um, (laughs) So watching somebody who's just French is like amazing. (laughs) I don't know. So that really really got me from the very beginning. But it's about this uh, little girl at the beginning, her grandmother dies and she's like helping her mom clean out her childhood home and then her mom disappears for a while and she like does some pretend play in the woods and finds this other girl and they I don't know embark on a on an emotional impactful journey together but I won't say any more because I don't want to give it away it's a beautifully told movie everything really fits in together well yeah it's hard because I can't really talk about a lot of it but I hadn't seen, it's a pretty like obvious conceit, really. Um, I'm surprised I haven't seen something like this before, but it was really impactful. 
Cool. Yeah, I've I've heard good things, but I know very little about it. I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm sure I'll I'll see it eventually. It it definitely got me. It was also cute. I mean, kids like acting to get like kids are just so great, especially when they're like being really smart. And these two girls together are like like they do this play that they've written like throughout and it's so funny and they're just like so on top of it. And it just seems really fun to be a kid. I was getting some, you know, that old discover the child within, you know, like, um, yeah, so I was feeling wistful about being, you know, childlike mindset. Cool. Well, I'm wrestling, I'm wrestling between two movies that I want to ask about. Cool. You know, I'll, I'll ask about what you thought of, of, uh, Mad Max, the, the second one, right? Road Warrior. The second one. Okay. Loved it. Good. Loved it. Would love to live in that movie. <laughs> it's now. It's a favorite now. <laughs> a quick favorite. I mean, I I love Mad Max Fury Road, but I've never seen any of the other ones. And one day it was like a great, you know, sunny day, and I just needed to do some chores, so I put that movie on. And yeah, I I don't know. I had been resisting it. I think because of um, Mel Gibson, for sure. I was really just not excited about uh, Mel Gibson as my hero, but he was very fun as Mad Max. I can't can't lie. He uh, really worked. Um, I mean, you know, put any guy in like a bunch of leather and put sandy dirt all over his (laughs) face and he'll look pretty cool. But all the other characters were what made it so great. Like, I mean, I love that from... Fury Road, but these characters were even more like funky and bizarre, and everything looked so handmade. It was just a thrilling, like, cinematic experience just because it looks so like you could go do that. <laughs> I guess it was like feasible as a human. Yes. Um, yeah. So um, I am looking forward for the apocalypse, and I will be making my way <laughs> to a desert <laughs> to build a fort with all my friends. Yeah. It was like. I love the guy who's in that little plane. Oh, yeah. A spectacular uh-huh. character. Yeah. So it was great. Great. Yes. Um, well, I'm glad you liked it. It's it, uh, Fury Road, of course, is like a masterpiece, but yeah. I feel like Mad Max doesn't get the, I mean, Road Warrior doesn't get as much credit because it just feels dangerous. Like they it were does. bolting yes. cameras to the sides of cars and then crashing <laughs> those cars. Like people were falling. <laughs> Like, it's amazing that no one died during that movie because yeah. it just looks so dangerous. It also looks so hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it must have been so fucking hot. And they all look really sweaty and dirty. But yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you want to just go, like, blow up a bunch of things and, like, yes. run cars into each other? Yes. Yeah. And man, the humongous. What a, what a character. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what was the other movie, just out of curiosity, that you were wrestling? Oh, I was just curious how Thelma Louise holds up, because I'm, I'm going to watch oh. it again soon. Nice. It was great. Okay. Loved it. Good. It was good. a blast. Great. Yeah. Okay. I will watch it. Cool. Cool. So what'd you watch? All right. So I watched Top Gun, Top Gun nice. Maverick, mm-hmm. Venom Let There Be Carnage, <laughs> The Incredible Hulk, Welcome to the Dollhouse, Something's Gotta Give, and Interstellar. Nice. I guess. I mean, I guess I'll just talk about it. I mean, everyone's talking about it right now. I'll yeah. talk about Top Gun Maverick. You know what? 
even though people were talking about how much they like this movie, I was kind of like, this isn't going to be great. It's, it was so, so cheesy right off the bat. Like 20 minutes in the movie, I was like, this is fine. I'll, I'll finish watching this. But by the end of the movie though, I was like on the edge of my seat. I was so excited. Yeah. The dialogue is ridiculous. It's a cheesy movie, but so is Top Gun. It's a ridiculous, they're both ridiculous movies. And this one takes the ridiculousness of the first one and just like amps it up. And it's so fun. It's so fun. It just gets oh, more. Great. It just gets more and more ridiculous and more and more fun as the as the movie goes. And it was great. They found a way to put Val Kilmer in there. Uh, it was very in, very interesting way to, mm-hmm. to put him in there. Got him in. You know, ha- had a nice scene with with the Ice Man. Tom Cruise. You know, he's good at playing <laughs> Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's just playing the exact same guy. Uh, as he usually does and he looks great and he's great at it and miles teller mm-hmm. plays goose's son mm-hmm. and they they telegraph that so much it's ridiculous <laughs> they dress him up exactly who dresses exactly like their dad he has the same <laughs> mustache Psychopath. the exact same mustache he has the same like shirt on and then at one point he plays great balls of fire on the piano like he is they just like he's just goose again yeah do you think that's just genetics <laughs> yeah that mustache is yeah, genetic mus- yeah uh-huh. for sure he can't get rid of it he's always trying to shave it off just yeah. keeps popping back <laughs> he's tried to learn any other song yeah okay well that sounds really fun yeah it was real fun i recommend seeing it in the theater if you can i know you have COVID for right sure now, but- Yeah, wouldn't stop me. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Why should that stop me? Um, Yeah, I haven't seen either Top Gun movie, so... You've never seen the first Top Gun? (laughs) No. Wow. No. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be fun. I think I might watch that maybe tonight. And then... Did you get popcorn? No, I was... No, Mm -hmm. I I had dinner. It was a draft house visit. So I had a chicken sandwich. Okay, good. Cool. Okay. What about? I've never heard of Welcome to the Dollhouse. Really? Yeah. You, are you are you uh, familiar with Todd Salons? No. The filmmaker Todd Salons. Happiness. The movie Happiness. Palindromes. No. He is this. He is so. He's this indie filmmaker that kind of disappeared a little bit. He was known for making like real disturbing movies happiness is the probably the most disturbing because it's like there, there's like a, a a kid and his dad's like a child molester and it's like a very oh. very yeah it's very like disturb <laughs> it's all like very disturbing subject matter but still played kind of like light okay it's it's very interesting but welcome mm-hmm. to the dollhouse is his like first movie at least his first like movie that i that i know of and it is about this girl whose name is dawn wiener <laughs> and she is like she, she's just like bullied all the time and it's just like mm-hmm. her about her being bullied and about her relationship with her bully and like she's in love with her older brother's like bandmate <laughs> and it's just it's just fun but also disturbing mm-hmm. like the whole the whole movie is just like uh, you're just like this poor this poor girl mm-hmm. but it's also really funny and somehow heartwarming even though like <laughs> It's very disturbing at the same time. Oh, damn. Does it it's have really a good. happy ending? All right. I mean, I, we can yeah. bleep it out, but I really need to know. No, I wouldn't call it a happy ending. It's not it's not a it's not like a terrible ending. She doesn't get murdered or anything, okay. but it's yeah. not it's not a happy. It ends the way like you like the whole time you're like this isn't 
get a beat. Like, this isn't a happy story. Okay. It's not going to, like, turn out real great for her. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. It, is that the movie where the girl has, like, black hair and she has glasses? Mm-hmm. Her, her, so that the actor that plays her is in the Scream movies. She's like mm-hmm. the older sister of, oh, I wish, here, I'll, I'll look up her name. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I love that yeah. woman. She's in Princess Heather Diaries. Heather Matarazzo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's in Princess Diaries and, mm-hmm. and Scream. And this was like her, kind of her breakthrough movie. She's great. She's really good in it. Cool. She carries the movie for sure. Excellent. Well, that sounds great. I really need to see that. Yeah, I, w- I yeah, I, w- I recommend. It's like the, it, it's normally not streaming anywhere. It's on HBO right now, so mm-hmm. that now's the time if you can jump on it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, should we get into some Dune news? Dune news. <laughs> so this isn't really news in that like no. we've, been, we've been sitting on this for a long time. We've Months. not we've not been doing our job. No. <laughs> we should have been talking about this a long time ago. Yeah, sorry. The sorry. first yeah. Most of this was available at the like the taping of the first episode we did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we have some casting that we we need to cover. So, yeah, we well, I, who should we start with here? Let's start with Austin Butler. Austin Butler as Fade Rautha Harkonnen. Mm-hmm. You didn't think Fade was going to make an appearance. I thought it was. there was a chance that uh-huh. they were going to cut him out. I'm very glad that's not the case. That would have been terrible. Yeah. Um, I was just worried they were going to kind of combine Fade and the Beast Raban kind of into one character. But no. This no. guy, Austin Butler, who is playing Elvis in the new Baz Luhrmann's Elvis movie. Yeah. I think he looks like a hot swinging young man in that movie. Yeah. He, he's tall. He's like tall, skinny, dark haired guy. Just mm-hmm. kind of how I, I imagine Fade. Tall so, drink of water, as yeah. they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know he can dance from the trailers. That's all, <laughs> oh, yeah. all I really know about him. <laughs> Side note, I went to go see Top Gun Maverick yesterday, and uh, the trailer for Elvis played mm-hmm. before it. And right as the like the the sound faded from that trailer, a guy two rows in front of us <laughs> said loud enough for the entire movie to, to hear, he didn't look anything like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just like, come on, dude. He's like, I look like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> they should have cast me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of... I wonder how many Elvis impersonators, like, really campaigned for that role. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I also don't know if he sings on in the movie. I hope he does. Well, that would be crazy. No, but I mean, like, not... If Elvis doesn't sing, I mean, like, is oh. it him singing? Is it Austin <laughs> yeah. Butler singing? Yeah, I don't know. Luckily, Fade. Well, Fade doesn't have any songs. As far as we know, does. yeah. As far as we know, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to them at throwing one in there. One of Gurney's. Yeah. hits. Yeah, one of Gurney's hits. He can pick oh, up. Oh, that the would be. Set. <laughs> yeah, like at the. You know how they have like when you roll credits, and sometimes they'll have like the characters play in a band. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> just gurney and fade rocking yeah. out <laughs> barons on the drums <laughs> that would be amazing i guess so then the next one was uh florence Pugh 
as Irulan. Hell yeah, love it. Obsessed. Yes. I didn't even think of her, but once she was announced, I was like, oh yeah, that's perfect. Like, I feel like no one else is right. Like, she's the perfect cast. Yeah, a lot of people wanted Anya Taylor-Joy, and I could see that for sure. I wouldn't have been mad, but... Sure, um, She's sure. got alien eyes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I like Florence Pugh because I feel like she is, like, part of the power ring of celebrity with Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya, where they're all, like, going to join forces and make Dune this, like, ultimate moment in pop culture history. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because they're all reaching their, like, peak hotness and celebrity. So I'm excited about that. Austin Butler can throw himself in the ring, I guess. Sure. sure. We're already already counting him as a a star. (laughs) Pre-star. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Elvis, for God's sake. And then, of course, Christopher Walken as the Emperor Shaddam the Fourth. Hello, big big news. I feel <laughs> like that's a news. that's a big swing. That's the craziest. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I thought it was a joke at first too. <laughs> Me too. I was sure. I was like, okay, uh, random blog. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're lying, but no, nope, definitely confirmed. I love it. I think it's funny and fun and camp. Yeah, um, it it does it does feel camp. Also, like it's not like the emperor's in it too much, so it's not no. like it will feel too like taken over by Christopher Walken, which is kind of like a lot of his roles feel like. You're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm just watching Christopher Walken now. It's like I don't care who the character is; it's just Christopher Walken. Yeah, doing his weird shtick. Right. But he. I'm. I also feel like I don't know. He was really um, interesting in Severance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see what he brings to this. I yeah. A lot of you. I think you even said that he seems old for the Emperor. Or did you say that? No. People online, you know, like to say that the Emperor is supposed to be younger, like even in his 40s. But I never pictured that. Yeah, and I don't think it matters either. Definitely not. Yeah. yeah. Like, what would that matter? Right. They're not, like, pairing him up with, like, a romantic interest that is age-appropriate. Like, you know. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and Florence Pugh is his daughter, so. Right. Yeah. He made me seem a little old to have Florence Pugh as a daughter, but. <laughs> oh, I would love also... him to be an old dad. <laughs> I would love to have him as a really old dad. <laughs> I feel like you'd like spend a lot of time alone in like a creaky old attic or something <laughs> wait if you're his daughter yeah if you were his <laughs> daughter and he was really old dad he's like go to the attic well or no you just it's go just... up there because you're like oh he's so old i don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> it's just that the house is creaky there's maybe he's up in the attic you're downstairs and like the big wooden living room it would be quiet you know yeah so the other news that we forgot to cover uh is the dune sisterhood series yeah um which they just announced like a like a month or two ago that that vianu is no longer going to be directing those episodes but it is the director of chernobyl i don't know if you saw chernobyl but it was really well made yeah. Um, so I, I think that's interesting. I'm a little it's like... It's a little dark, but... 
Yeah. Like, well, I don't yeah. know. I'm worried the aesthetic's going to be too ugly, but we'll see. Yeah. And it's based on a Brian Herbert book, which is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, interesting. But I think they're just kind of taking the idea of it and, and just taking the like basic premise of, like, well, it's just about the like early years of the the Benny Gesserit. Yeah, um, I do hope they get some more women on board as like creators mm-hmm. behind yeah. it. Um, otherwise, I will just be in wait <laughs> to yes. see how it turns out. I'm having trouble metastasizing that information. Yeah, I am uh, cautiously optimistic. HBO has been doing good stuff. Probably the only streaming service worth its salt. Although Hulu is also doing well. I don't need to get into this. This is (laughs) (laughs) off topic. Um, But yeah, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to to the the main event. The meat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Dune, you wanna? I, I, yeah. Lance, <laughs> I sure do. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's. So again, we're talking about chapters forty-two through forty-seven, mm-hmm. and we are getting to the end of this book. We're so we are, close to the end of this book. Close. Overall thoughts so far. Overall thoughts so far. Um. Yeah. I mean, as we're nearing the end, I I'm curious more about what the whole propelling motion behind this book is um i think i know i think i have an idea of what it's supposed to be about but yeah it's totally different than what i thought going into it Mm. i really thought it was going to be less focused in on characters and more like broad new world you know but it feels so very close in on these characters that one thing I really liked in this section was kind of getting some descriptive like some descriptive elements that I really liked or like that I was like okay I'm starting to be able to see some of these places so (laughs) so coming up to the conclusions here but yeah what about you I think I've decided this is my least favorite so far yeah, uh, okay. I think we're far enough into this book where I don't think no matter what happens at the end, it's not going to change my mind. This is my least yeah. favorite so far. It's a little dry. I also think that like I'm I'm not the audience for this book. Like what yeah. I liked about the first book is not here, you know. And and mm-hmm. I know that there's lots of Dune fans that are probably just like fuck you. But <laughs> <laughs> you're not the big. You're not into the philosophy part as much, right? I, I like the philosophy, but the philosophy is like is like mixed in it with the story in the first book. This is more yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a dialogue about yeah. philosophy, you know? It's like a monologue about philosophy, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some cool ideas in there, but it's just not, you know, it's it's not it's not what I want. And the philosophy isn't on the things that I'm interested in. <laughs> Right. I'd yeah, kind of, I agree. I'd rather I'd rather see the other like some some other points of view than than what we've gotten out of this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, I don't know if I agree that it's my least favorite, but cuz I, you know, I do find Leto charming or funny. Um, mm-hmm. but I yeah, I don't know. As far as like a plot, there's not much. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I just like it, and I, yeah. you know, it's like you, it's just very different than what I was expecting. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's let's dive into chapter forty-two that starts with given enough time for the generations to evolve. Once again, we said this last episode, but once again, it has been a long time since I read. This. Uh, yeah, yeah, same, same, same. So I'm, I, I, uh, I may miss some, some details, but we've got Nayla starting this chapter. Nayla telling Mineo that Siona survived the test, and that she and Leto are back at the, uh, the Citadel. We find out that she's been ordered to go to the wedding armed with a laser gun. Cool. Yeah, she's like the bodyguard. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, so. Yeah, later Duncan mentions lace guns and Nayla, or I think Nayla, no, Siona, who is like, we can't have lace guns. The worms will attack us. So is that, but that's still just shooting a lace gun, right? Yeah, or like, yeah, if you hit, if you hit something with a lace gun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Seems like they would still have them, but I don't know. I guess yeah, that's too I don't know. pro yeah. gun or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I I I I don't know. Okay. Anyway, yes. So she's supposed to attend the wedding. She doesn't want to attend the wedding. Right. And then Mineo summons Duncan, and then Duncan comes in, and it seems like Duncan has just kind of chilled out. Like he's found his like. Yeah. He's like settled into his grouchiness, <laughs> and he's kind of like figured out. Okay. Now I know why I'm so upset and I'm just going to I'm just going to like deal with it. He's and, found self-acceptance. Yes. And he asked Maneo what his predecessors didn't learn. Mhm. Oh, smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Maneo is like, "Wow, this is not a Duncan thing to do. This is uh-huh. very different for a Duncan." And he tells them that his predecessors never learned to trust. Yeah. Yeah, which is rich. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think trust is Mineo's, um folly. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah faith, faith is is uh, Mineo's big weakness and yeah. his driving force. Yep. Uh, Without it, he will go insane, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Duncan says that he's been living more like a Fremen... And that a Fremen like uh, way of thinking is that you should only surround yourself with people that you'd that you'd be okay dying with. Yeah, which is um, an interesting way to live. It's it's an interesting way to live. I kind of see it as like honestly, uh, it's it's a very positive philosophy yeah it's cute but 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 made yeah but (laughs) like coming from a like a very like militaristic kind of point of view like yeah it's band of brothers-esque yeah we're all warriors we're gonna die together but really Uh it's just like hey you know what you only got time to keep it be with the ones you love love the ones you're with exactly keep it 100 with your friends (laughs) oh totally (laughs) Yeah, Idaho also seems kind of locking into bringing the Fremen tradition back somehow. He's like, ah, yes, I am an old model, the oldest model, the mm-hmm. only one that actually remembers the Fremen. And so he seems to actually be pretty proud of that, and that's that's good. I think that's giving him some power. 
yeah, he's like locked into being. He's like, oh, I am a relic, and I'm just going to yeah. own that and and be and be that relic. Totally. Um, so yeah, then he tells Maneo that he considers Maneo one of these people that he'd be happy to yeah. die with. It's very and uh, yeah, that's touching. Cool. <laughs> it's touching. It's sweet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. People, you know, Maneo. What a tragic guy. Nobody. He doesn't like himself as much as everybody likes him. Yes. Um, so that's sad. But and he doesn't. I don't know. It is because he gave it to him straight. I'm sure gave it to Duncan straight. Just like mm-hmm. really saw him, and. Um, formed a bond but Mineo I don't know if he's um, getting the benefit of that bond yeah yeah he's actually about to get really stressed out I think (laughs) yeah we're definitely (laughs) seeing the like the his his boundaries being pushed (laughs) yeah yeah. he's getting put out of his comfort zone for sure yes because then Siona comes in Mm -hmm. um she's hot to trot yeah well she looks fucked up (laughs) yeah (laughs) her lips are all like cracking off yeah her skin is pruned and dry (laughs) or not pruned i guess just and i'm sure maneo's like you didn't wear your fucking mask did you yeah you fucking (laughs) idiot (laughs) but she is wearing a fish speaker's commander uniform just cool yeah oh yeah and then she says she has she only has one person to command and that's nayla yeah but and why would you go through the trouble of the the whole suit then, if it's just one person? Right, which I think is what she kind of thinks too. I think she yeah. thinks this she's whole making fun idea of the, is stupid. Yes, yeah, she's like, okay, I'll put on the suit, and then walks out. Yeah, and she's like, whoa, look at me, I'm in the suit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nayla, go do this. <laughs> Bring me a Dr Pepper. Yeah, <laughs> right now. <laughs> Yeah, Nayla grows more interesting as the time goes. So, yeah, she's in a very sarcastic mood, I thought. Yeah, when well, she comes in, guns a-blazing, because she's yeah. like, here's their conversation. is like, oh, yeah, Manea, well, who do you trust? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, of course, is Leto. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm still not really on board with Leto. Right. So she is coming up with a plan to uh, defeat Leto, I guess. Or, like, yeah. come up against him. And Duncan's super on board. Nayla has to be on board. Well, we get, yeah, yeah. we get that a later. little bit late. Yeah, yeah a little bit uh-huh. later. But, yeah. <laughs> and poor Maneo, I'm sorry, but poor Maneo yeah. is like, yeah, he's like gripping this desk <laughs> as she's talking, <laughs> and as she's like saying how much she really wants to destroy Leto. Uh, yeah, Leto, and he's like, "But I've put all the wedding, <laughs> the wedding arrangements. It's been, they're all in place." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, just stressed out." So, and then that's why he decides just on his own to send them to Tuono yeah. to get them out of the way during the wedding. Yeah. Which is probably the bravest thing he's done. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. They'll be escorted by fish speakers to keep them in line. I like mm-hmm. that he kind of presents this as if as if they have no choice. <laughs> and then they're both like, yeah, no, okay, we'll, we'll go. But yeah, <laughs> I don't think you really had much of a choice here. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> the like risk of going Tuono is that it's just not that nice. Right, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, oh no, 
Why would we go there? Two no. Two no. <laughs> so yeah, then they kind of have a little back and forth again about their breeding, breeding role, which I don't even think anybody else brought it up that time. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 thinking Siona maybe doth protest too much. She is. She will yeah. not shut up about keep your damn hands off me, Duncan. And Duncan is yeah. on no uncertain terms. Like I have. No interest. I have said it so many times. It's not. I am in love with Hui. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> yeah. And she just keeps on saying, well, then yeah. don't you even get any ideas, funny man. <laughs> yeah, mister. <laughs> it's going to be dirty there. And you're going to, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're going to want to share a bed and it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's fine. I'll sleep on the ground. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anything else about that chapter? All right. So that brings us to chapter 43, which starts with, It required almost a thousand years before the dust of Dune's old planet-wide desert left the atmosphere. This little passage had two um, anachronisms that I thought were funny. Oh, okay. Um, Well, they're not really anachronisms, but one was the word sandblaster. Which sounds mm. like um, a water park in the desert. <laughs> 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 um, and I like that. And then the other is that the Fremen said the desert is a surgeon cutting away the skin. Now, do they have surgeons on Dune? I mean, is a surgeon have... a surgeon without a hospital? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say, and I mean,. There's a lot of technology in Dune that I'm like, it's come true. on, this is thousands and thousands of years of the future. You'd think they would have had something better by now. But you would think that thousands of years in the future, the idea of like a a, a, a doctor cutting people open would mm-hmm. sound medieval. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Which maybe it's cool and like metal medieval stuff that they're just like loving. But yeah, I mean... These are from Leto, who has the ancestral memories. Mm-hmm. So, like to him, he knows what a surgeon is. But That's maybe, right. maybe people in in Dune Land don't. Yeah, minor. But I was like, okay. Um, so this chapter is terrifying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous for Maneo. I was like, run, get out of there. Right. It starts immediately with like Leto calling <laughs> Mineo out for sending yeah. Siona and Duncan away on yeah. his own. He says, you've not done such an independent thing in a long while. Oh, oh, yeah. Although he does seem to kind of like it. No, he's amused Ultimately. by it. Yeah, he but is. we know that that's a wormy thing to do, like to be amused Very. by a choice. That's like the kind of evil side of Leto to be like, ooh, change has happened. <laughs> yeah, or just like, oh, a little Mineo stepping out on his own. That's a, that's funny. I feel like he's in ultimate cult leader mode in this, uh, this chapter. Yes. Yeah. Because he makes Mineo like give up his own free will, um, or his own like excitement about something. It doesn't have anything to do with Leto. Yeah, I mean, he just kind of like, it It seems like he's intentionally toying with him too. He's just Definitely. kind of like, picks up on the fact that Mineo is like getting scared and he's just le- leaning into it and, and letting Mineo kind of freak out. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah, so Mineo is trembling um, in front of Leto, poor thing. Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> he does keep saying wormy things like, You've amused me, but take no heart from that. Lately, I cannot separate the comic from the sad. And <laughs> that breaks Mineo's heart, I guess. So I guess I was thinking about when Mineo says he feels like this, like, spark inside of him is fading away and he can't like hold on to it as he's talking to leto oh yeah and leto even says small souls who see oh because he says the fact that i did not consult you before and then leto says how enlightened of you mineo small souls who seek power over others first destroy the faith others might have in themselves it's like, guess, man, he's so good at manipulating. <laughs> Manipulative little worm. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what he does. That's his thing. That's his thing is just manipulation. Yeah. Right. Because um, he doesn't have any arms. Right. <laughs> Can't do much else. <laughs> he has tiny, tiny hands. Tiny yeah, they arms. really bring that up at a funny point later. Yeah, yeah they do. And then, yeah, he just, like, kind of, like, fucks with Mineo, and then at the end of their conversation, he decides, you know what, I'm changing my mind, We're ha- I'm getting married at Tuono, and we're not using Ghani's rings, we're using Chani's rings. Yeah, and then he says that he has to crawl into her crypt and get them yes. out. <laughs> yes, So She's like, really? Like, isn't that, like, disrespectful? And then he puts on Chani's voice, and she's like... I will have my rings. But you could just be doing a random woman's voice. Right. Yeah, that's what I always thought, too. When, it, yeah. when he does these voices, I'm like, is are those people really coming out and saying that? Or is he just doing it doing it to scare people? It, yeah, I mean, I bet it would be scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's like exorcist shit. It, it very much is. That's a short one. Anything else about that one? Nope. So they're going to Tuono. Yes. Yes. The the so wedding. No will be... great surprise. Right. Yeah. Like, what would this book would not be would very be. interesting if <laughs> Dun- Duncan and Siona were out of the way and they got married and there was no issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just read about their little wedding and we're like, okay. <laughs> so that brings us to. Chapter 44, which starts with most civilization, is based on cowardice. So continuing this uh, ruler by, I guess, by taking away people's free, you know, their um, internal flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, which, yeah. Leto, do you think that that's part of what Leto's trying to do by, like, crushing the flame, make it, make it stronger? Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, because it does seem like a lot of like finding your own will to live or like making your own future. Right. So anyway, Idaho and Siona got to Tuono and it's a fucking dump. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Nail is there too. The Mm -hmm. museum fremen are there and this guy, uh, Garen. Uh, Poor Garen. Yeah, he shows up. He's a museum fremen, and Duncan is just immediately just like, "This is bullshit. These aren't fremen. Yeah. Fuck these people." And <laughs> and Garen like grabs the hilt of his knife and like yeah. starts holding it. He's like, "Who the fuck are you?" 
Yeah, I am Garib, knave of this place. And then Duncan's like, um, okay, pull your pull your knife, let's fight. And he's like, it's, well, it's actually decorative. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's just like, because he's like so threatening him, and then he's like, well, actually, this is uh, not real. But uh, we do have real ones. If you want to come <laughs> see one, uh, if you're real psyched to come see one, I'll show him to you. He's like all buddy buddy with him all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and Dunk is just like, you're not a Fremen. I live yeah. with Fremen. This is not Fremen. You're not Fremen. Uh, Garen loves gross. it. He's like, oh my God, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Duncan's like, fine, yeah. I'll tell you lots. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll talk. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't shut up about it. I'm not going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is again when Duncan thinks an older model. Yes. And he's kind of excited because he gets to show this garen up oh yeah that's when idaho just freaking just straight up laughs at him yeah and then yeah garen basically like bows to him do you think that the museum fremen are supposed to be seen as a a weaker less impressive civilization i think they're presented as that but if you think about it like if as a civilization or society you get rid of war enough to where you don't need right. actual weapons. I feel like that's advancement. Like you should be proud. Yeah. That's a good thing. I guess that's why they made it so muddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because well, water and sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a great combo. <laughs> Quicksand everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a great point. Like, what's the problem here? Right. Um, that they don't have to kill each other to drink their blood. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not as tough, but who cares? Like, they're who like... Piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, we, I don't know. I also thought it was being implied that, like, beneath all their meek, like, we don't know how to do this, is actually, like, a, a rebel force or something. Because mm. they say, well, the meek inherit the universe... Are at what us all inherit the universe, and then at the end, Garen um, winks at him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I would be weirded out too. I'd be like, Yeah, I don't like being winked at. Yeah. <laughs> Garen, spit it out. <laughs> What's your deal? <laughs> you were just like my little simp one second ago, right? <laughs> And then we get Naela, who's there, and she tells them, like, that Leto insists that they stay in the same quarters. And Siona's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she says again, like, you remember the warning I gave to you, Duncan? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm going to keep my hands to myself. It's fine. <laughs> Don't have to keep saying it. Um, and they bring up this wall that cannot be climbed. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the wall. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. It's keeping them in. It's keeping them in, yeah. Cool. Any anything else about that chapter? No. <laughs> okay. No. So that brings us to chapter forty-five, which starts with, "What is the most immediate danger to my stewardship?" I will tell you. It's a true visionary. It's Steve Jobs. <laughs> 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 the iPhone. Actually, probably the iPhone would fuck this realm up. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like, yeah, that this whole... The Butlerian Jihad has probably started with an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. 
so yeah, now we've got Leto and Maneo in the tower at the little citadel. Mm-hmm. Leto is again saying Malky is coming. Mm-hmm. He says, but this time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he is coming. Yes, right? but this time he is coming exactly, and he he mentions that Antioch died. Yeah, uh, sad. Yeah, trying to find him. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for more more Antioch. But she was pretty ancient. She probably should have just been yeah. chilling on Caladan. Right. Yes. And then this is when Leto lets Maneo know about the device the Ixians created that hid Malky and Hui from him. I don't understand this device. Can you explain it? It's just like a... You're talking about it's the like no big, room? The no room, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, I think it's just a, like, essentially it's a... Like a pocket in the universe or something? Yeah, or, well, it's a pocket in his in his sight, right? Like, he, he it's a, like a room. You can go in. And Literally? What, yeah, I think so. And you, it's a literal room, and whatever happens in there, Leto can't see with his uh, prescience. But letter still as he reveals he still detects the absence of something so he knows that there's something missing from his prescience but he can't see what's going on in there no i don't think it's jail no it's more like a planning room it's like a secret it's like a secret base like you can go in there and and plot against leto and he won't know but why was malky in there well we i mean we. i kind of got confused by this (laughs) so yeah i just need and you yeah. should be walked through. Okay. Well, Mal- so Malky, Malky was in there because they're cloning him. Yeah. To right. create we. To create we. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why. That's why he was in there. But yeah. we find. Well, we find out in this chapter from Leto that it's not just one room. That this technology has been. They they've taught other people, and now there's these rooms everywhere. There's just like the the Which universe is pretty is cool. scattered with them. Yeah. It yeah. is. It gives us like the first like you know way to that you could defeat, defeat leto yeah 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 i'd want to go into one of those rooms for sure yeah i mean everyone wants to go into a room called the no room oh for sure <laughs> absolutely i would yeah be knocking on it like every piece of the wall <laughs> <laughs> see what else is in there yeah I'm just saying different like little curses and stuff to try and get in i'd spend all my days as a fish speaker doing that i think I wonder if you can travel with them. Like if they're like, if you could they're like a fly a no box. room to Leto <laughs> so that he doesn't see you coming. And then you just squash him. Yeah, then you just land on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Take that worm or just get a big bucket, I guess, and pour water on him. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Like the Wicked Witch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it seems like that's maybe gonna happen. It seems like they're hinting a lot. Like we're we're see, we see yeah. this water weakness so much. It has to happen. Yeah. yeah, it's it's somehow going to be involved. He I'm wants sure. it to happen. I think he's ready to be, you know, returned to his childhood body. I think. Yes, I mean we get well, we 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 get a little glimpse of that in this chapter. Yeah, yeah. Maneo like shortly after that that. Mineo's like ask him once again like to move the wedding like don't don't have it at uh, yeah Tuono yeah it's like it's so ugly there we don't need to go 
that's no place for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, and Leno's like, yeah, that's why you don't want to have it there because yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fact that your daughter's there and you don't trust no. your daughter not to kill me. <laughs> She's invited to the wedding. I mean, <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> and then the the guild lighter arrives with Malky. Yeah, and this is great. So what? it's just like a big blue flame. Oh, the the guild lighter? Yeah. I thought it was just like, it's, it's kind of like a ship. Yeah, it's just like yeah. a, it's it's not a, th- it's not quite a thopter. Yeah, I think I just faded off during this particular place. I came in when there was like a big blight, like bright blue orange flame. Yeah, so that, that part Malky. confused me too. That like okay. big bright orange flame. I didn't know if that was some kind of like teleportation device or what. Right. I thought maybe it. I just decided I'm going to accept this as this is like the flame of the thrusters of the ship or something. Yeah, that's And then that I just don't me. understand. <laughs> and then, yeah, so Mineo goes to get Malky. And Malky. I do think there's a chance it could be ripping the fabric of the universe and opening it up like a little mouth and spitting <laughs> Malky out. <laughs> just mm. as a possibility. <laughs> you say... No. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I feel like they would have, like, he would have actually written, like, <laughs> Yeah, he would. Yeah, you're right. He, he would just be like, He would have actually described that. There's yeah. a bright light. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's implied. Yeah, when they bring Malky up, he's all, like, beat up and, and like, yeah. uh, like, about to die. Yeah. Yeah, he's like super wrinkly and like a skeleton man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's kind of like the man at the beginning of Aladdin, the little with the lamp. I I saw that in the Do theater that? once, and I haven't seen it since. <laughs> well, there's just this skeleton man who um, is walking around with crazy eyes, and oh, know. because he went mad with with from the yeah. lamp. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he probably looks like that that cartoon man from Aladdin. <laughs> exactly immediately he's like where are the horries yeah that's right yeah yes where the horries are he tells he just like spills his guts i guess i guess he's been like they've been beating information out of him that's why he's beat up right that's the impression yeah, i, I would got think so that they've uh-huh. been like interrogating him and now he's just like yeah. so broken that he's just gonna tell leto whatever yeah, I don't know, but also, do you think that they're like a? It's like kind of a lot. We've talked about this that they seem to have a romantic past. Oh, M- Malky and Leto. Mm-hmm. I think maybe there's. I mean, at least a brother, at least like a friendship or something. Especially now that it's been revealed that Hui is his clone, yeah. there's definitely like oh, there's a reason that they chose him to clone. Because they wanted yeah. Leto to fall in love with Hui. Yeah. So they were like, well, let's just remove the... F- the evil parts. Yeah, the evil <laughs> parts. Let's take out the dick and then... <laughs> like, and then he'll be ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he, he says that she's his opposite clone, which yeah. I guess just means a girl. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't she, like, not have, like, a stomach? <laughs> <laughs> Why a stomach? <laughs> or like any organ if she's the opposite. Well, if you're going that <laughs> if you're going that literal the opposite, wouldn't she not exist? Sure. Yes. 
Yeah. It is a weird term. It's a weird way to say yeah. that, like, yeah, we made a girl, a girl version. Yeah. Yeah, she's a nice girl and he's an evil man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's hate, she's love. He's yin, she's yang. So, yeah, so. Yeah. And oh, yeah, we, you're right that, that they did der- terrible damage to me. We find out that the, the Tilly Laksu gave the Ixians the knowledge on how to build all this, you know, technology. Then he tells Leto about the no room. They are up to much cooler stuff than Leto is. For sure. Well, he's he's been for 3,000 years stopping advancements. Like, that's yeah. his whole... That's his whole thing is like, I'm not going to let anybody advance because isn't it perfect right now? This is peace. (laughs) This is how peace works. You can't advance because then you'll get destroyed or whatever. Because then, well, we we learn about fear of catastrophe. Yeah. 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 Invention leads to catastrophe, Um, which I might agree with him. I don't know. I think you need a cup of water and a place to sleep. (laughs) A couple of of good friends and a... A nice meal. Yeah. That's well, all. I mean, it's the, the, that's the, the the basis of Jurassic Park, right? Like chaos theory, <laughs> like the idea oh, that yeah. like w- w- we're doing this to ourselves. It's like bound to like happen. Uh, Leto, yeah. Leto mentions to Malky that he can see when these no rooms exist because there's just a, a blank spot in his vision. And then Leto gets like he turns around and he looks at the balcony and he thinks about jumping I know. <laughs> and the golden path he thinks about it so seriously that the golden path flickers yeah because he's like considering ending his life so intense yeah he even says just roll off <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go take away <laughs> Can you imagine, like, Mineo trying to explain to other people, he just rolled off. <laughs> I tried to stop him, but I mean, he's a huge worm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I wonder how long he is. I wonder if he would, like, hit the bottom without his tail leaving. Like, if he, <laughs> he could hang on to the balcony and, like, hit the bottom and be yeah. okay. He's like, pull me up! <laughs> I'm stuck. And Mineo's like, how? Oh my god. <laughs> like, 700 feet long. <laughs> so heavy. <laughs> yeah. Pull me up! I made a mistake! <laughs> And then uh, Mineo throws Malky off the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bye, Malky. Yeah, that's that's totally it. Uh, he turned his back, and I guess that was his signal to Mineo to kill Malky. Because yeah. he was like, mm-hmm. I can't do it. You have to do it. Which I still don't exactly understand why he couldn't do it himself. Well, I, I don't know. Frank Herbert loves that. Like, he loves having the lords um, keep their hands clean. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, then then Leto uh, gets emo again, and he's like, I wish I could pray, but I can't pray. Who do I pray to? (laughs) Who does God pray to? Mm -hmm. Pray to the no room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Easy. Why do you think Malky's so evil? What's up with that guy? Is he evil? 
They keep saying he's... Well, because I thought Hui was his opposite. Oh. And that he had evil eyes. Yeah, but Leto thinks he has evil. Like, Leto thinks he's evil. But yeah. just because he's plotting against him. Yeah, 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 okay. But that doesn't mean he's actually evil. Like, we like Siona. She's not evil, right? But she's like, wants to kill Leto. True. Anything else about that one? No. All right, that brings us to chapter 46 that starts with, you cannot understand history unless you understand its flowings. Flowings. <laughs> and then this is, so this chapter starts in an interesting way because we've heard Siona be all about, keep your hands off me, yeah. Duncan. Yet, and yet, Duncan aw- awakes <laughs> to find that she went and took a hot bath, left, <laughs> left the door to the... <laughs> to the like the bathroom open and then yeah. it's just like lounging all wet in her robe <laughs> yeah, the thin white robe where are they all getting these thin white robes right. to fly in <laughs> clinging wetness from her bath yeah and idaho shakes his head <laughs> and she's like obviously like pointing her book at him because he's like she wants me to ask what she's reading <laughs> right because she's just got all these books with numbers on them wow yeah, she's probably like saying stuff out loud, yeah, like, oh my incredible. god. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, he's like, <laughs> he gets distracted because he looks outside and he sees uh, Fremen yeah, planting so flowers. Upset. And he's yeah, so he's... mad. <laughs> Again, Disgusting. This is good. The whole idea yeah. is that they want, like, the Fremen wanted to create a planet that had water and, yeah. like, was lush. Like, that was their whole plan. Yeah, it's not that easy to grow flowers. Yeah, well, certainly not on Dune. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I know it's so toxic. Garen's aide comes in and tells them that that the wedding's going to be there, which doesn't seem to surprise them that much. No, they don't even say a word about it. Right. Yeah, because Siona's just like, I'm going to read you something. Yes, (laughs) then she's just like full on just like, okay, you're not taking the bait. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you what I'm reading here. Yeah, and then that's the, he's like, wait, is that are those Leto's journals? Oh yeah, well I guess the only reaction he has is that his he like clenches his fists. Right. He's like, I guess he's thinking about the wedding night. Oh oh yeah maybe so that yeah oh yeah. oh you mean to to the news yes yeah that he's yes. gonna it's gonna be shoved in his face I think that that's what he's like yeah. Yeah, so then Siona reads from Leto's diary, and Duncan realizes that's what that is. Uh-huh. And then she gives him, like, all the information. She catches him up. Like, you know, we, yeah. we went on this raid. We stole his journals. And Duncan's and reaction is like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's immediately like, well, sounds like you're a lousy commander. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like, know why you didn't poison the wolves ahead of time. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, we only just found out they can be poisoned. <laughs> or what poison would even work? What are you talking? We didn't even know there were going to be wolves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he chooses the weirdest shit to get pissed off about. I know. He's so bizarre. And then she tells him about the test. And she tells him that she does believe in the go- yeah. golden path, but not what Leto has become. So uh-huh. she's still anti-Leto. Uh-huh. And that's when they both agree that Leto should be killed. I like it when they call Ther. Wait, what's that guy's name? Therish or Oh Tashar. 
uh, Garen's little rat friend. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. That's pretty great. <laughs> His little rat friend. Um, so they have one naze, uh, laze gun. Mm-hmm. They have rope. I guess they're just going to tie him up and then cut him into pieces. Well, that's what I guess. <laughs> I guess this is like the, the, at this point, it's getting to the point where it seems like he's intentionally leaving information out, just giving us uh, enough information so that we don't see the actual plan and like see exactly what's going to happen. Because that mm-hmm. starts to happen in the next chapter, too, where Mineo is kind of like hinting at what's going to happen, but they don't actually get into it. I feel like yeah. they're, they're doing that here, too. Um, right, right, right. But yeah, they... Foreshadowing. They want Nayla to shoot Leto's cart with the laser gun? Why the cart? <laughs> yeah. Maybe because she wouldn't shoot Leto. Or maybe Leto can't get away if the cart's broken. But he can. He's a worm. He can slither on the sand. Yeah, but if it's all muddy. True. He can't. He can't do that. Okay. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> then at the end, it seems like... Oh, and then she was, they're going to kill her if she refuses. Yeah, exactly. She's like, what's up with Garen? And Idaho totally projects onto Garen. I don't think... He says he wants most desperately to be a real Fremen. He knows he is not anything like what they were in the day. And it's like, I don't think... He's think- I don't think he's thinking about that, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess the Museum Fremen, they're, they're essentially just cosplaying the Fremen, but I don't think they're, yeah. like, desperately want to be the Fremen. Otherwise, he would have a real knife. Yeah, yeah, he would have stabbed him or done something extreme. Seems happy with his life. I think you're right. I think it's just Duncan, like, never got to be a Fremen. Yeah, sorry, Duncan, you're just a human man. <laughs> <laughs> and now just a gola. Although I did feel like when they were describing um, the Fremen in Tuono, it was like they did seem like zombies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just... were just like all like covered in mud and gray. and Yeah, it seems like a real like, yeah, run down area. But I also feel like everybody outside of the Citadel seems like zombies. Like they're just like yeah. living a life because that's all they have. Like they're like. Well, we get a we have this cart. We can bring stuff from one part to another part of the town, but there's really not much else to do here. Yeah, kind of like us driving to work, driving home. Yeah, exactly. Anything else about that chapter? No, it's a real cliffhanger. Yes. Well, you'll see. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so then that brings us to chapter forty-seven, which starts with you think power may be the most unstable of all human achievements. Mm-hmm. And now we've got another entourage on their nice. way somewhere. So, but this time, I guess they're going to the wedding and they're on the rim wall that surrounds the Sarir. Big imperial cart with a big bubble around it. Hui, mm-hmm. I guess, is. Do you think she's sitting or. Um, this is another walking. one where I don't know. I don't know if she's like <laughs> sitting like uh, or laying like Princess Leia on. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. Jabba's on top of him. Cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what's going on here. Maybe he's like curled up and she's sitting like in the center of his little worm curl. <laughs> 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 like a beanbag chair. Yeah, maybe so or or in his weird chin hammock. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. As Minea's walking by her, he does think, would she really have mated with me? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's like, oh, Mineo, stop being pathetic. 
Yeah, and then Hui asks Leto what happened between him and Malky, and then he tells yeah. her that Malky... That's when he tar- starts talking about that there are things that shouldn't be invented. Yeah. Uh, and that Malky called him a fool. And she asks him to share her, uh, his soul with her mm-hmm. so that they can have soul love if they can't have physical love. Yeah. I, well, that happens after his like his whole like rant about Ixian inventions and catastrophe, right? Yeah. Like he, uh, we already talked about it, but he he thinks that invention leads leads to ca- catastrophe, mm-hmm. um, and that education helps, but you always have to outrun catastrophe, which right is interesting because it makes it sound like he is putting pause on life everywhere in the universe uh-huh. to prevent the inevitable. Yeah, because. Invention will happen. He can't yeah. stop it forever. So mm-hmm. eventually it's going to come and catastrophe is as well and there's really Aww. no point. Mm-hmm. Like why why yeah. why why pause now? Well, it's sad. I mean, it does seem like he um is pausing because he just can't stand death or like people I don't know. Like, I think it it's because like it makes he... him feel important. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. you're probably right i mean it is a control issue the fear of mortality is nothing but a fear of control or losing control you know and yeah he's a total control freak even though he does i feel like he does want people to well no he definitely doesn't he doesn't want history to move forward right right Mm -hmm. and then that's when yeah we asked him to share his soul and then she's like you're you're sharing your soul right now and yeah. that upsets him. He sheds a tear. Yeah. <laughs> burns his face. <laughs> so sad. And then Hui wipes the tear away, and it's the first time he's been touched by a human since he, like, transformed. Aww. Yeah. But why? Because he's like, a worm man. But come on. No one's, like, like giving him a handshake or, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. If you were face to face with a worm god, would you go touch him? Uh, if they commanded me to. Yeah, but it, has he commanded it? But why hasn't he? What, like, what? Well, that's not the he same. He doesn't take a bath? How does he clean himself? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does. 3,000 years of no baths? <laughs> well, he probably goes into a big room and like tons of shower heads. Yeah, probably. You're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has yeah. the one that like is like the opposite yeah. of a shower that like yeah. gets rid of all the water. You're right. Yeah, there's probably one right next to it. Yeah, so she says he has faith in life. I guess I think that he's scared of that. Yes, he does have a big heart and he loves. He he like doesn't want to attach to anybody because he's scared of losing people. Um, and that's why he doesn't, I don't know, want the future to move forward. Cause he knows mm-hmm. that humanity is just going to destroy itself again. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, he's like really trying to protect them all, mm-hmm. even though he's been kind of a killer throughout this. Yeah. Yeah. And you just can't, like you said, you just can't stop the wheels from turning. So yeah, he tells her that he will share his soul with her. Mm hmm. It will give him the courage to move on. Yeah, and then that's the that's the end of that chapter. 
Anything else yeah. about that one? Like, what do you... So, Hui says that she has, like, supernatural abilities. What do you think those are? Like, she can sense the supernatural. Oh. Wait. Do you have the... Maybe she has Page number of that? Because I feel like I do remember that, and I feel like I remember what I thought about that. Because I think she even says she talks to God or something like that. Oh, yeah. I sense the supernatural at every turning. And then Leto says each person creates his own supernatural because he's super cynical about this. But I feel like she's implying that there is something greater than Leto. Oh. And Leto's like, uh, no, <laughs> I don't think what? so. We read it. Oh, that's again? on 391. 391. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was born in Ixtian love. Why don't I share their mechanical view of our universe? Do you know my view, Leto, my love? I sense the supernatural at every turning. So, yeah, I mean, I think she's like a little saint or something. I thought maybe it was, maybe it's a cynical, this is a cynical point of view, but he's just like, <laughs> yeah, you're you're naive and you don't, yeah. like, that's why you think everything's supernatural. Supernatural is like an invention of like, you know, you that's what dumb people do. They call things supernatural, <laughs> see things as supernatural because they can't explain it. Yeah, for sure. He's being, yeah, he gets really angry at it. But I think it's angry because he wants to believe. Mm. And maybe it's just simple as the love between two souls. Because Malky kind of, they kind of, he kind of had the same exchange with Malky when he was getting mm. all wormy before. Yeah. And that, like, he, uh, Malky was like, well, we don't have the ability to see you know the visions that you do and he's like yeah you do you just refuse to see them so i think he just has this like kind of cynical point of view of like yeah but he hasn't explained i don't know yeah he definitely is really cynical he thinks everybody is the same like he thinks he's seen the end of the universe yeah um but hui i guess is maybe trying to convince him that he's not the end of the universe yeah Mm-hmm. We'll see if it works. Yes, yes, we will. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of the next uh, reading, oh, yeah. we're just gonna finish the book, right? Hell yeah! There's oh, not yeah. even six cha- sure. chapters left, so we're just gonna no. from this point. If you're reading along, finish the book, and Woo! and that's and then we'll be done with the God Emperor of Dune. Wow! I know. Wow, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a what is what's that quote? What a long, strange journey it's been. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, three, two, one. I I am am truly truly alone, alone, so so I I cannot cannot pray. pray. All right. Bye. Bye.